tireless job to get your people, your family. It's a, they call it a 39-hour day. And so it's not just a simple day that you go through. And so we, we next week on Monday and the following Saturday, I've done a, a program on taking care of the caregiver. And so that'll be playing next week and the following. So on the 9th, that will be a repeat show. But here we are today. And so this show will be re- repeated on Saturday, 11 to 12. So King, now this is King Van Orstrand. Tell me about, you must be... Dutch. Dutch. I was going to say Scandinavian. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So King, how did, how did you get that name? Is that a nickname or is that your real name? Um, my real name is King Dunn. Oh, King Dunn. Um, but my father's name is King Dunn as well. So spell it, K-I-N-G. D-O-N. D-O-N. Is that a Dutch name? Yes, ma'am. Oh, interesting. Now, did your dad come from Netherlands? No, my family's been here since the 1600s. Oh. Came over the second book, boat of pilgrims um, from uh, the Netherlands, and we settled in Brooklyn. And there's a Van no- there's a Nostrand Avenue in Brooklyn. Oh, I know. I th- I knew. Well, I had. I was when he came in. I asked you if you had anybody in your family named Dottie, because I had a f- uh, friend when we were in England. Her name was Dottie Van Nostrand. So anyways, I thought, oh, this could be an interesting little connection, but of course it's not. Anyway, so King, um, tell me a little bit about you. You you seem to have a a very interesting background to get into this volunteer position. Uh, I've had a very blessed life. Um, I grew up uh, on Long Island. Playing tennis. Playing tennis, yes, come from a big tennis family. Um, and um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do in my life after I couldn't play tennis anymore and make any money. So I started working um, at JFK Airport, uh, loading ULDs, those big metal containers on planes. Oh, okay. For a company called Flying Tigers, which developed into a company called FedEx. Oh, okay. Flying Tigers to FedEx. Okay. Yes. So I learned a lot about logistics. So getting from A to B. So you're very organized, strategic. <laughs> that comes from your tennis. Yes. <laughs> and I learned to work up the logistics ladder and worked as an import manager and then a traffic manager and then a, a station manager. And then I decided I wanted to start my own business. And I had a customer who needed help with some logistics and solved his problem. And he said to me, let's think of something you could do with me and continue working. And I said, well, you have a terrible warehouse. So he says, well, then build me a warehouse. And I took on the challenge and quit my job and started a small garage warehouse for him, which over the years developed into bigger and bigger and bigger things as uh, the brand started to grow. Isn't that fantastic? Entrepreneurs are just wonderful people. I I mean, because you have to be thinking creatively, I mean, don't you find that that once you've been an entrepreneur and been started from zero – up to that, that you always can see opportunities in business. Sure. I love it, being an entrepreneur myself. So Yes, yeah. ma'am. It's one of those things that I just it excites me to think about business. And even though I'm a nurse and a nurse practitioner, but I loved being in business and having a home health agency. The business part of it, the worry part was harder. I, I kind of enjoyed the challenge of the business part. Um, my hardest part was with um, – Employees. Oh yes, and um, that can always be. What can we say? A pain in the. You know what? 
Yes, that seems to be the, the most volatile part of the business, uh, especially from northeastern Pennsylvania, where the weather was always delaying someone. And the customer doesn't want to hear that something didn't ship because no one was in there to do it. But um, They got stuck in a snowstorm. Yeah. But um, I, I enjoyed doing my business and building my business. And I was grateful and lucky enough to be able to sell my business and afford this lovely lifestyle on Maui. Isn't that great? That's so cool. So now you also have a yoga studio. Yes. Um, I am fortunate to... Um, have a North Shore Yoga of Maui. North Shore Yoga of Maui. Okay. Located in the Paia uh, Center down in Paia, right behind Charlie's. Right behind. Everybody knows where Charlie's is. Sure. Okay. Uh, and we concentrate on Iyengar Yoga, which is basically on structure and form and poses and not so much on jumping around and doing fast, hot yoga. So it's very low-key, very... Um, less strenuous than other yogas so okay. it's very good for beginners I should come sometime and take a take a class because i you know i don't know all the i know savasana that's about the only name i know okay <laughs> which i take nidra yoga nidra uh-huh over at the kaunoa center yes on tuesday afternoons and i just that is the best honestly i love that class but I, i've taken other yoga classes and i I don't even know the names, the kinds or types. You know, I'm not that informed, but I enjoy yoga. So anyways, it's a great uh, sideline. And it's good, very good exercise. It keeps your mind focused, keeps your balance good. And Which uh, as we get older, the balance is really key. Very important to yeah. keep your balance. False prevention uh, is a major issue uh, in our country. Have you ever done a class for the volunteers at your... No. I'm going to say it correctly. Nahoaloha? Nahoaloha. Yes. Um, no, but one of our um, yoga instructors named Bonadev had a yoga class that all of the monies from the yoga class was donated back to Nahoaloha. Oh, how And nice. she, in turn, is also a volunteer for us. Okay. So there's a lot of intermingling between our, our yoga studio as well as uh, Nahoaloha. The reason I'm mentioning it because of the balance part. Because I think a lot of the volunteers or the ones that service, I knew my neighbors as it worked out, uh, Paul and Ruth Wickman, they had since moved back to San Diego, but I think both of them were uh, volunteers there. Hmm. And, um, but I'm thinking of the volunteers who are, a lot of them are seniors because they have time available. Yes. And they are at risk for falls. Sure. And uh, balance issues. So I just was thinking as a, it could be a possible thing to do for that organization, like drop in, learn to do this, or mindfulness about this, so you don't. Anyways, it's just a thought, just popped in my head. Of course, you'd be doing it, or somebody else would be doing it. But you know, I just think it's it's something that would be helpful to to the volunteers, and it may be a way to attract more volunteers. Just remember that uh, a senior will fall. One senior will fall every five hours, and a lot of those seniors will fall and go to the hospital. And break their hip, and then that's... 40% of them do not come out of the hospital. So, and then the remaining ones that do come out, their life sometimes is very restrictive. Very restrictive. And if they don't work on getting back off the couch, 
then their life will spiral downward, and it's an awful hard thing to to climb out of. To climb out of that. I know my mother was in assisted living, and she was had some dementia, and uh, so she was trying to get out of the assisted living from their backyard. And so someone was going, well, no, Isabel, you know, this, this is where you live, blah, blah, blah. She took up her walker and tried to hit the person. I mean, she was pretty feisty. And she fell on the sidewalk, the edge of the side, uh, cement. So it broke her hip. And we didn't want a total hip replacement. We ended up doing a, just a pin, pinning. And my mother never really came back from that. She was back in assisted living. But it, was, um, it, it is so true. Once you, that hit, you either go to a nursing home or you're at home and you're, you're not able to get back on your feet. Yeah, your quality of life is definitely diminished uh, once a fall has happened. So not one of Nahaloa's biggest uh, areas is to have pulse prevention, not to fall. Things that can be in your environment that perhaps could assist you to fall, so you must get rid of those elements out of your home. Exactly, like little those little rugs that'll slip and fall and such. Sure. Yes, ma'am. So, um, oh, I see it's written right here. Na ho aloa. Did I say it right? You sure I did. I did. Hooray! Oh, hooray! Okay. Uh, so where are they located? It's a new place, I think. Judy told me it was a, they were moving to a new building. We did. We have upgraded. Oh, okay. Uh, we have moved to our new location at 1962 East Vineyard Street in Wailuku. Wailuku. Okay. That's right. Okay. So you're above – are you by the um, – Sisters? Right next door. There's oh. an old doctor's office that is a beautiful building right next to Sisters on the sisters corner. Sisters Bakery. Yeah, Sisters Bakery, yes. Okay. And um, we've been there um, um, three weeks, four weeks. Oh, okay, because that's when I had talked to her at the Veterans um, yes. Caregiver Workshop. We were moving that weekend. Yeah, okay. Yes, I ma'am. knew it was all connected in my brain somewhere. So what exact services do you offer? Maybe more than what I'm thinking. Nahaloa um, is a nonprofit, a 501c3, uh, and our goal is to keep seniors and persons with disabilities safe, free from isolation, and out of long-term institutional care. So we offer uh, all of these services to Maui County, uh, Lanai, Molokai, uh, the island of Maui, and the Hana community. Wow. So, so you have volunteers that live in those places, undoubtedly. We do. We have volunteers in seven areas, we call them, on the islands okay. uh, in Maui County. Um, and we offer a variety of different services to assist uh, these seniors uh, and, and increase their quality of life. Okay. So what are some of those services? Um, well, to we'll start off, we do friendly visitor. A volunteer uh, – by the way, everything in our organization is volunteer-based, we are run by volunteers, and we are serviced by volunteers. Isn't that wonderful? I mean, really, have a heart. Yes. People can give back to their community by volunteering. And we have volunteers who are 16 and 17-year-olds, and we have volunteers that are 72 years old. See, I think that's, you know, when I, as I mentioned to you, when, at the Veterans Caregiver Workshop, you know, you may not need someone to visit your father, your husband now, but, or yourself. But if you volunteer now, you know exactly what's going on and how you can use the volunteers. Sure. So I really encourage people to give your organization a call to become a volunteer. Thank you. Yeah, I yes. really believe in that. 
Um, we offer many services uh, for the elderly and persons with disabilities on this island um, to help them remain at home. Um, friendly visitors. We have volunteers that will call upon a senior or a person with disabilities once a week, once a month, whatever the time frame the participant could use, just to say, hey, how you doing? Just how you feeling? Sure. Prevents uh, isolation. Preventing isolation, so critical. Yes, and allowing uh, to be social and to be independent and improve the quality of life. Uh, our friendly visitors will call on a regular basis to build a positive relationship that conveys warmth and caring and honest engagement to the elderly or persons with disability. I think that's so cool because I, I think my neighbors, one, the guy, Paul, I think what he did was he brought people to grocery shop, the person who needed help. Yes. Or he did uh, doctor visit runs. Right. We also have that service well. It's called Escorted Tr Transportation Service. This program uses transportation volunteers that provide a round-trip transportation and accompanies the senior or person with disabilities to locations for medical appointments, grocery shopping, medication pickups. It's sort of like their personal Uber service that helps this, uh, the elderly be in touch with what they need to get taken care of. Now, do you have to be, does there a financial screening to get, um, so that they can get service or is it anybody that needs help as long as you have volunteers available? We say no to nobody. We always say we can find someone who can help you. Uh, our organization runs, uh, it's called No Closed Doors, where someone, wow, will call, that's so, pretty cool. someone will call up, and if we can't offer them services or we can't find them services within our organization, we will find an, uh, an uh, organization or agency that can help them out. So we'll never leave anyone in the lurch. Oh, okay, that's really great. Now, do you connect with the um, Department of Aging or Executive Office on Aging? We are county. very blessed to be a part of uh, MCOA, Maui County Office on the Aging. They've been very generous to our organization, and they are a big help to us. They give us referrals as well as suggestions, and we work on many programs together. Great. Um, we do an in-home respite program with them. Uh, respite is very big uh, to take care of the family caregiver. They tend to be the ones that are stressed out. Yes. They're the ones that are worrying, and sometimes they don't take care of themselves. Right, which is what next week's going to be about, because that's what I talked about at the caregivers conference that for the AARP, um, take, taking care of the caregiver. Sure. Caring for the caregiver. Yes, and these volunteers go in and s tell the caregiver, why don't you take care of what you have to take care of for a few hours? I'm going to stay here and watch your participant. Right. So they give them the opportunity to take advantage of this critically needed time away from being stressed out of the stressors of caregiving. And having a respite volunteer assist the caregivers by offering time away from this participant to focus on important aspects or of life. Or you get R&R. Yes. Go to the movies. Yes. I would highly recommend Mother, Motherless Brooklyn. Have you seen that? No, ma'am. Oh, being from Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> you need to hit it. You need to check it out. Um, Ed we, Norton production. Ed Norton? Starring producer and writer. Wow. So it's a really amazing show. He, he plays a character that has Tourette's syndrome. I've never actually had a patient with Tourette's, but it's such a dramatic 
experience from what he does and what other people where I've seen and you know it happening uncontrolled outbursts hmm. and physical twitching kind of deal anyway so it sounds like you really have a nice universe of services that are available I've got a couple more for you oh, we do wow. we do telephone reassurance oh very big which is very big to us because it provides uh, support through socialization conversation friendship and companionship and these volunteers don't have to be active or transportation volunteers. They can be at their home and, and get on the phone and say, how's it going? What's going on? What's new in life? And these phone calls could happen every day. They could happen once a week, once a month, once a year. However, the person wants. Correct. Now, in Sacramento, they used to have a call in where the patient, patient would call into the center and to make sure if they didn't hear from them, they were supposed to call <clears throat> Excuse me. every day. And if they didn't call, then they had to have a backup person from the pe- person, mm-hmm. you know, like their uncle was around the corner. Or, you know, for example, my home health agency, Chicken Soup Plus, um, there was a woman who was single, alone, and she didn't have any family in the area. So she called, and I said, well, you'd have to prepay for us to come out, do a house call. But she said, I'm, that's fine, because I want this call, and it's a very nice way for me to stay connected, because mm-hmm. she was pretty isolated in her home. And so, lo and behold, you know, six months later, no phone call, and so we went out, and in fact, she was dead. She had fallen in the bathroom, and um, that was the end. But mm-hmm. I had to, you know, we stayed there, we had to get a hold of the police. I mean, there was a lot involved in doing it. But um, I just thought that was such a good program, and vice versa. You know, if somebody doesn't call, then you get a little suspicious. Sure. And it, it establishes a friendship with this participant rather than a business relationship. And um, there's a lot of bonding going on, especially because usually the seniors are the ones that are the telephone reassurance volunteers. Right. They can connect, and they have many things to talk about. And it may not be a, a very long conversation. It just may be a quick check-in. But it also may develop into a 20-minute, you know, how are the kids and, you know, what did you have for dinner last night? And a relationship begins and blooms. It breaks down that isolation again. That's so important because so many people do get isolated when they're, you know, their family, their husband, their wife has died. They're at home. They're having some clinical issues. They can't get out very well. So, yeah, that's a great program. We have another one. We have Falls Prevention Program. I think I mentioned that before. Um, Stay on Your Feet is the name of the program. Uh, It deploys our volunteers to the community centers to assist residents that to identify environmental factors that could contribute to falls. Uh, Falls Prevention. So, do assessment of their house? Sure. Okay. Their yard. Their yard. Their steps. People don't understand that uh, like a nightlight can be life-saving in the bathroom because if you fall in the bathroom, it's a small place. You're going to hit your head on a very hard surface. You're going to fall on a rug. And having a nightlight in there can make things – could avoid that. And having a light at night, you're disoriented when you wake up. And the first thing you have to do is get to that – bathroom facility exactly and you don't think about the harms that may happen if you happen to fall right like i said this woman had nobody in the neighborhood 
And so we did, we did the, I personally went out because we had just, was, was, everybody was busy. And so once I figured out what was going on and saw her and had to do the, start the calling, one of my employees came in and waited. Mm-hmm. But she had treasures in that house. It was a real teeny weeny house with, it looked kind of ramble, ramble shack. Um, but in her refrigerator, she had a jade Buddha. Hmm. I mean, it was gorgeous. I mean, she had lots of Louis the Fourteenth couple pieces of really expensive antiques in the refrigerator. It, not in the refrigerator. Okay. Just, the, just the jade Buddha was in the refrigerator. <laughs> but you know, who even knows that that stuff actually got? Because once you get the coroner and the police, how do you know what happens with all that stuff? I, I, I didn't know. But when, our job was to make sure someone came and took care of, you know, took care of her and her body. And yes. So, anyways, you always wonder about stuff like that. Um, we have, that's great. We have one, one more, more program. One more program. Wow. How Intergenerational program. This is our newest. Oh, wow. We are working um, with an opportunity for the young adults to gain community service during their high school years that will oh. look good on their resume. Okay. Where they, in turn, will – in fact, we have a coloring book. Oh, fantastic. The, uh, the younger generation will teach the uh, – Elementary school kids had a color and about the, uh, environmental hazards that are in their house. And then they, at home, they can take a question and answer, follow risk uh, assessment checklist to see how their house stacks up. Oh, how Now, do the kids come into the home? Actually, it's done through the, um, school? the schools as well as the Boys and Girls Club of Maui. How nice. So we're hitting all the seven areas I spoke about before. And we're going in and speaking to the young adults that are then in turn teaching the elementary school te- uh, students on they false assessment. Living, their grandmother may be living and grandfather may be living with them. Of course. This is Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the family takes care of itself on this island. And you have either Ohana on the house or perhaps another bedroom or guest room where you take care of your elderly family members. Mother or whatever, something like that. Sure. So let's see. We're gonna. We're not quite gonna move over to the um, our break, but I we're gonna have another probably about five minutes, and then we'll be going to the break. But anyway, I just wanted to make sure. And our manager already clicked the the um, the sponsorships, which is always an, an an opportunity for people in the community to sponsor free free radio. And um, or TV for that matter. KAKU is the radio station, and Akaku is the TV station. Separate organizations, but related uh-huh. because we're all in the same building. So it's a really nice opportunity. Um, so, what are, the, are there any particular agencies you, other than the county, that you work closely with? We work with the state executive's office on aging uh, in Honolulu. Um, we also receive funding through grants. Uh, the Hawaii Community Foundation has been a big supporter of ours. Uh, Fantastic, because there, there's an office here. We deal with the, uh, the Honolulu office, but they've come here several times to come to our office, check things out. Of course, they were our first visitors in our new building. Oh, how the day nice. after so we quick. moved. Three, three weeks. They were hot on the job. Yes, ma'am. Um, we deal with um, uh, HSMA Foundation. Uh, Friends of Ma- uh, Hawaii Charities, and of course, um, we were very blessed to have Atherton Foundation, uh, the Fred Baldwin Memorial Foundation, and wow. the May and Stanley Smith Foundation have all been generous supporters of Nahoa Loa. 
Oh, how fantastic. Well, it sounds, I mean, you've been here for 25 years. Yes. You've been making these contributions to the community, which is fantastic. I mean, I, you know, as I said, you're so quiet, not you personally, but the organization is kind of so quiet. Uh, Here I'm thinking I know all about resources in the community. And then I found out about, wait, don't tell me, Naho Aloha. Very good. Naho Aloha. And I went, oh, that's where Paul and Ruth volunteered. I mean, oh, okay, got it. And Judy knew them, of course, because she's a volunteer coordinator. Yes, she is. But um, oh, we also have lots of other... Um, people Can people just write a check if they're like... They want to make a contribution? Oh, that would be terrific. Yes, we are a 501c3, so we are offered the benefits of being a nonprofit. Uh, of course, we would take checks to support our operations and our organization. Um, but also volunteers are one of our biggest pushes because they, they're, they're the, the volunteers that, that run, the, run the machine. So yeah. uh, that's um, what we really, really could use is volunteers to help the, uh, the agents stay out of uh, long-term institutional care. I think, yeah, it's really critical. I mean, people get so lonely and then their children who they may live with or may not live with but who could help them are working. They may have little children themselves, not only their parent, but then they're taking care of kids and work. So it really gets to be quite a burden. Uh, And you kind of go nuts. They used to have, when it first started like that, it was called the sandwich generation. And so I still think there's a lot of grandparents because of problems with drugs in the community that have to take over taking care of their children. Their children, their grandchildren. Sure. And so, um, and some of those children may be handicapped. And so that would be a real, I don't think I've ever thought of, of using Naho Aloha with kids or younger, you know, say teenagers. But that may be something that's really needed if the grandparent is the one, is the main caregiver. One in five uh, adults on Maui are over the age of 65. And wow. the baby boomers are all going to be over 65 by the year 2025. Here we go. zippity doo So having uh, an organization and an agency that is there for you, maybe not in the forefront, but certainly in the background, always available for you if you need services uh, for the aging community. Now, when, when you joined the board, did you help with their scheduling program? I came on board when a lot of the mechanisms were already in place. Um, I just tried to maybe pizzazz them a little bit or sparkle them up a little bit. Um, but they have a lot of supporters, Naho Haloa. Uh, Ohana Gas has been a very big supporter of ours. Uh, Kihei Rent-A-Car. Wow. Uh, flatbeds, flatbreads in Paia, which everyone loves flatbreads. Oh, they're great. Yeah. Um, uh, 808 on Main in Wailuku restaurant. Oh, the restaurant, yeah. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Maui Fresh Streetery is a food truck, very supportive of us. Of us. Um, we also have Amazon Smile, which is not a local organization, but uh, people who order through Amazon donate some of their money that they spent at that website to Nahoaloa. Oh, I know that's. Isn't, I think that's a cool program. Yes, that's ma'am. Very cool, because so many people are shopping online these days. Instead of going out to the, unfortunately for the little mom and pops, but that's, 
convenience. That's what convenience drives, I think, that kind of situation. Yes, ma'am. Okay, well, we're going to take a little break. And with me today, we have King Van Norstrand. He is the president of the board of No, no, I'm going to, don't, Na Ho Aloha. Yes. Na Ho Aloha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he is going to be back to talk a little bit more about that volunteer organization in Maui. So, again, thank you so much. Lake Ontario Drumlins on this current cast. Drumlins are long, narrow hills that were created by glaciers thousands of years ago. In New York, drumlins start on the southeastern shore of Lake Ontario and extend south for miles. John Hollander is retired from the Oswego County Soil and Water Conservation District. He says wind and waves erode the northern edge of those drumlins, cutting away the gentle slope and creating... A very steep, sloped-faced remnant of what the drumlin used to be, and that's what we call bluffs. These bluffs are dramatic cliffs that rise up from the edge of the lake and create fascinating shapes, and they provide the shoreline with stunning vistas. CurrentCast, produced with Cornell's Atkinson Center for a Sustainable Future, supported by New York's Environmental Protection Fund and Sea Grant, online at CurrentCast.org. The Nurse Practitioners Show, brought to you by the support of GAMI Home Care, located at 292 Alamaha Street in Kahului. GAMI Home Care is a supplier of medical equipment and provides responsible customer service and dependable personal support. For more information, call GAMI Home Care at 808-877-4032. The Nurse Practitioners show heard live on Mondays at 2 p.m. and again on Saturdays at 11 a.m. on KAKU 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui. Want to host your own radio talk show? You can. Once every month, KAKU 88.5 FM offers an introduction to radio class at Akaku Plaza at 333 Dairy Road in Kahului. This introduction to radio will get your feet wet and show you what you need to do to get started. Interested? Call us at 871-5554 for more information and registration. Hi, I'm Bodie B., host of Death Tracks. KEKU is a listener-supported station. All of the shows you hear, like mine, are sponsored by you, the listener, as well as our underwriters. If you would like to help keep the voice of Maui talking loud and clear, go to kakufm.org slash donate today and join me for Death Tracks every Tuesday live at 2 p.m. Hi, this is Steve Summers. Join me Sunday mornings from 1 to 2 a.m. with a replay Sunday mornings from 10 till 11 for the Oldies Time Machine. It's familiar oldies from the 50s, 60s, and 70s, plus some of those rare tracks you won't hear on any other radio program. Right here on KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Jelly Jelly adjective Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council 
Aloha, we are back. Okay, we've been having a great conversation about an organization in Maui that has been here 25 years. Yes. And it's free. Can you believe this? In today's day and time, they provide services that are free to people of Maui. I think that's really commendable, frankly. That's just a wonderful gift from Na Ho Aloha. I said it right. Okay, I'm going to get three <laughs> stars on that one. Um, so, who is there a development person with the organization that does writes grants or approaches people, or how does that all happen? Um, well, it's kind of a community effort with Naholoa, but our executive director uh, would be writing the grants. Um, and who is that? Well, we don't have one at this very second, but I'm thinking of um, applying for the job just to be more involved with the organization on a day-to-day basis. Um, but a lot of our grants are already in place, and we're just preparing for our next round of grants. Oh, isn't that cool? That's very nice. How many people on your board? Uh, we have four people on our board. But uh, more importantly, we have 1,042 participants that wow. we service, and we have 374 volunteers. I don't think I know of an organization that has that many volunteers. Do you? I mean, is that the biggest volunteer base? I don't know if it's the biggest, but we certainly have the most heart on Maui and most, most dedication because I, a lot of our volunteers are with us for many, many years and are available 24-7, 365 days a year. Wow. That is fantastic. Well, do you connect with Konoa? Do they kind of try to RSVP or anything? They give you volunteers or anything like that? or uh, We really don't because that's more of an adult uh, day, daycare center. But there's a lot of times where, let's say, MEO does transportation and they have some specialty items, such as a woman uh, with a walker and they can't walk or they need some special uh, pickup arrangements. So then you, they would they call. They would call us and say, could you help us out with this? At least be a companion for that person. Definitely a supporting organization. Okay. Well, that's pretty – that's really great. So – Funding is – it sounds like most of your funding comes from grants in the community or in the state. They do, and MCOA is also a very big sponsor of ours. They're yes, about MCOA. They're 40-some-odd percent of our budget. They're, they're absolutely the best-run organization, I swear. I used to be – I owned my home health agency in the capital of California, Sacramento. No, Maui County Far – surpasses what is available there's it's so well run people are so insight insightful enthusiastic that work there every time i turn around there's a new program and i just it just fantastic were you by any chance at the caregivers conference they held i wasn't but judy and pua from our office went where it was down yes, there in Wailea. Definitely, yeah and that's a great thing to attend just to know what's going on and hear you know they had it at the grand wailea in the ballroom and it was it was fantastic the food was great people were so enthusiastic being there and a lot of these people are of course caregivers who don't get a chance to get out much and so that was it was just really heartwarming to be there as i said i was on the county council on aging so that is where one of the things that they come up with besides the volunteer of the year I wonder if Judy's ever been Volunteer of the Year. I think two years ago she was noted as one of the highest uh, uh, acclaimed uh, volunteers on the island. Okay. I, I would say Judy Guardo. 25, 25 years of volunteering at an organization 
is amazing. Such dedication. So what would you say are the biggest challenges in your mission? Um, what exactly is your mission? Just to serve people um, of need? Um, our mission is uh, to provide compassionate care to seniors, to help them remain independent, and to enhance their quality of life. So okay. that's our one-line mission statement. Mission statement. Okay. Yes. So what would you say are the greatest challenges to that mission? Um, the, great, the greatest challenge I see at this point is keeping the ratio between our participants and our volunteers in a healthy growth pattern. Um, we could have all the participants that we could ever want on island, but if we don't have the volunteers to service those participants, then we'll be failing the ones that we do have. Exactly, yeah. So, so keeping that ratio is very important to us. And as our community ages and our um, participants grow, uh, last year they grew at 19% from wow. the year before. Um, our volunteers only grew 17%. And even though that doesn't seem like a lot, if we continue in that direction, it wouldn't be sustainable for too long. So it's really getting some volunteers in and our the work. volunteers to participate. Yes, and to be available for any one of our programs, even a telephone reassurance program where you could make several phone calls in one day and have several participants to service would help out so many uh, people on our island. Is, it, is there a particular time that they would call, you know, so the person is aware they're going to be calling? It's sort of the relationship that the participant has with the volunteer. Um, oh, they determine when to sure. call, when's the best time. Maybe uh, the participant wants an early morning call because she's a morning person, or the gentleman wants you know an afternoon call to make sure he takes his medicine you know after four o'clock. Um, but it, it, it establishes a relationship and uh, a social um, interaction, which is important to everybody, to everybody, and even to more important to the elderly. Yeah, exactly. So, um, what were your recent highlights this year? Oh, we had a very we had a very good year. Um, we partnered with Ohana Gas. Nice um, on their um, gas pumps. They had our logo, and for three months, we got a percentage of their profits. So, wow, they're a very generous now, supporter. Are, they, are they right here on the corner too? Uh, they're all over the island. Oh, uh, Ohana okay. Gas Minute Stop is Minute yeah, Oh, okay, right across the street. Yes, right. ma'am. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, we were involved in the Maui Charity Walk, the 41st Maui Charity Walk, uh, and we raised the most money for a nonprofit. Wow, because uh, you had people participating in that walk. Correct. Oh, okay, very good. Um, we started the new coloring book program with the Boys and Girls Club. Um, Wait, let me have that. I want to make sure yeah. people can see this. This is a, uh-oh, I'll do it this way. Okay. Yeah. This is a really good. These coloring books are fantastic. What I'm noticing. Let's this see. Is for you. I'm going to try to do this. It looks like this camera is not towards you. We also started a um, new fundraising program with a Roundup app for your telephone, where it will round up any credit card show, uh, charge that you do on your phone uh, to the next dollar. So you buy some gas for $25.60, and it rounds it up to $26. So and you get the 40 cents. The 40 cents goes to Nahuhaloa. Oh, how neat. And That's a great program. We have 
plenty of spots to be available for this Roundup app. So if anyone wants to be involved, it's a very passive way of giving back um, and not even feeling the pinch. Now, uh, how, is there, how do people – okay, two questions. How do people become a volunteer? What do they need to do? And how do people be, need, who need help get help from you? Is there an application or – Actually, it's pretty much the same process. You okay. can either go to our website, uh, nahoaloha.org. N-A-H-O-Aloha. Aloha. All one word. Yes, ma'am. Dot org. Dot org. Yes, ma'am. And you can go on there and find out about volunteering or about being a participant. And there's an application for both on the site. On the site. You can also make a, a phone. A lot of seniors don't have computers. Correct. So you can make a phone call. Ah, you, okay. You can call 808 808- Two four nine twenty five forty five. You could speak to our receptionist Jessica, who will point you in the right direction. Either pass you over to Pua for being a participant, or pass you over to Judy to be a volunteer. So there's one stop shopping there as well. Fantastic. There's also a third way you could find us on Facebook. Okay. A lot of people do Facebook and go to our our Facebook page, uh, Nahahaloa, and sign up there as well. And finally, you can just stop by our beautiful brand-new offices. Are at, you going to have an open house? We are. We haven't decided when because it's a Maybe little – the t- new year. Yeah, perhaps, yes. the new year because this is too much going on in December. Yes. Um, and it gives you time to really get organized Yes. in the space. 1962 East Vineyard Street in 19, Wailuku. That was quite a good year, 1962. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it? Oh. So there's many options to be involved. Um, but – Either way, we would love to hear from you. Come by, find us on Facebook, find us on the website, give us a phone call, be involved in our island community. Now, the Roundup app. Yes. Um, how do people get that? Do they have to go into Apple or? You could go to any one of the um, web stores uh, on the phone, you know, Google or um, Apple Store, and key in Roundup. And it will give you the app, and it will say, which organization do you want to donate for? And you look for Nahoholoa, and you say yes, and it attaches to your credit card on your phone, and voila, you're part of the club. Because the first time I ever heard about it, we were back east in um, Virginia, I think it was, and we went to the uh, Marine Museum in uh, Quantico. And we, my husband bought a couple things at the store, and they asked, do you want to donate to them, I mean to the Marine uh, Memorial? Uh-huh. And so he did. But I, th- I, that was the first time I really heard about it in Maui. Are other people doing it, do you know, or are you like Maine? Um, I don't know if anyone else is doing it, but it's, What a great idea. It's certainly – no one – even thinks about the change anymore. My car is just filled with change, and a lot of people aren't even using paper money anymore. So the plastic credit card is the way of uh, the, future. the future. And you can donate a penny or 99 cents, whatever rounding up you know you can do, and it all goes to charity. Uh, at the end of the year, Roundup sends a, a report on how much you did donate, so you can deduct that from your taxes since we are great? a 501c3. Perfect. What a great way to donate. Yes. This is something to look forward to in the new year to get that going. Maybe to be involved. Be involved. It's so easy to do that. That's a great, great ap- opportunity to do that. So that's one way people can get involved. Yes, ma'am. They can get involved by also participating. Just the easiest Way to participate sounds like the 
telephone support. That's a good start because it's at the leisure of your own at your home, usually at your time frame. Um, but our transportation, uh, uh, escorted transportation service. Is really in need. It's really in need because people need to get to the grocery store. They need to go to the post office. They need to go to the dry cleaners. They need to go to the beach for a picnic. Uh, I have a volunteer, George, up in Kula, who's got a whole caravan of, of women that he takes around you know, every Tuesday or Thursday and picks them up. And they're, we're going to the library today or we're going to the beach today. And wow. it's social interaction for him and, uh, and for them. And, and they're out and about and not sitting at home in... Uh, they're being involved in life again rather than being shut in. Right. Isn't that great? That's so many opportunities for us to give as well as receive when we need it. Yes, ma'am. You know? So giving is the key to get those volunteers out there. That's right. Volunteer. Very important. Very important volunteers. So are there any plans and programs for 2020 that you have in kind of stocked up? We do. We are going to be starting an Adopt a Kapuna program. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so for 150 bucks a year or $12 a month, you can adopt a Kapuna and that person will be taken care of uh, uh, on your behalf. And that also is a tax deductible donation. Wow, that's a good idea. Do uh, they ever get to meet the person? Sure. Yes. In fact, you could also be involved in volunteering in that, that adopt, adopt a Kapuna for sure. Okay, that's another great idea. Yes. Um, we are working uh, on a rest, uh, rest training program, which is uh, respite uh, educational um, su- support and tools on upgrading our respite services to take care of the caregiver. So there are certain criteria for the rest program, and we are the only certified rest trainers on the island. So we'll be training other rest trainers to go out into the field. So we'd have more wow. of a, um, a support. A real network. Yes, ma'am. That sounds great. Yeah. Huh. It's very interesting. There's and, so many, th- you know, like one of the things that in Sacramento, this, I think this is kind of a good idea. They, it's kind of similar but different. It's similar in the fact that you, you donate so many hours and then maybe you, you've done somebody, like you've taken care of their kids. Well, your husband's in the hospital, so you go to visit him in the hospital or whatever. Okay, so you've booked four hours, and then you need a plumber. So there's a plumber in the group, and so you can get four hours of service from the plumber. I mean, people have all these talents, but it's an exchange, and I haven't, you know, I'm not in Sacramento, and so it's hard to know exactly how it works, but it's that kind of thing where you can, you, you sign up and you donate time, you get to know people, they have... I think quarterly they have a, a, what do you call it, a, a potluck. So you get to know who some of the people are. And it's sort of in that idea that you're training people to take care of other people, to train other people. Yes. So it's kind of an exchange. Um, just as I was promoting on the different AARP workshop, caregiver workshop, go volunteer before you need the services, and then you know what's happening, and then you feel like you're already connected to that group. Yes. And so... Th- but anyways, that's sort of a nice thing to do, I think. Also, we have a, a lot of volunteers that do other types of services on island. We have two uh, companies that are landscapers. So we're expanding our respite program to be able to perhaps maybe trim some trees in your yard or cut your lawn once a month and allow the caregiver 
time away from the house and to be take care of whoever is at your house and do some maintenance around the house. You, what a you, great idea. So we're just trying to have people involved in the community by being a volunteer, by giving back to the lovely island that we live the on. The paradise that we live on. Yes, Isn't ma'am. Isn't it true? Yes. You don't have to t- – I figure after being – you know, I went from New England. I'm a New Englander. Went from college in Boston to going to Sacramento to go to graduate school. I was there for 30 years. And then I moved west, and here I am in Hawaii. But I thought, I don't ever want to live in the cold weather again. If I have to shovel one more shovel of snow, <laughs> I will commit Harry Carey. I mean, I just, unless it was like a surprise attack of snow, I do not want to be anywhere where I'm going to be shoveling. I mean, I, in Boston, every year they would have snow. The MTA, Charlie on the MTA, would, would break down because the because there's underground, of course that would work, but the upground at Northeastern University was right there. No, it was just like, come on, shovel, shovel. Well, you don't have to worry about that now. No, because- no more shoveling. If you're in, now, you can volunteer for other things. Yes, if you're from Canada and you've moved here, or from Minnesota. Other people, I know quite a bit, quite a number of people from Minnesota and Wisconsin who've moved here, and with the same idea. They don't want to shovel snow anymore. Right. So think about volunteering. Yes. You can drive on the roads here, and you won't have to worry about hitting an ice patch or having salt on your car unless you drive it into the ocean. <laughs> then it'd be very salty. <laughs> but um, our volunteers are the, the main force behind Nahoaloa. They are. And just to give you some statistics, uh, we've driven 60,000 miles last year oh, wow. around the islands. Um, we've now, made, do people get reimbursed for their gas miles? We do reimburse for gas mileage, yes. Okay, that's yes. something. That's fair. That's fair. So that's something to think because everybody goes, oh, it's so expensive. Well, the, if they are available, then you don't let that stop you. No. Don't let that stop you because what they need is people that can drive people to the doctors, to the post office, to grocery shopping, some help. And um, usually I think like Paul – I was saying my neighbor did that, and I think he had the same people every week, Uh every two weeks or whatever. He had a little schedule of people that he worked with. Yes, that is exactly how we operate as well. Yes, ma'am. You have a set parameters of who you're dealing with on a a weekly basis or on a daily basis or on a monthly basis, and you connect with that same person week after week after week. Which really forms the relationship and kind of fights the isolation issue, doesn't it? Of course. Let's see. Okay. Tell me a little bit how Nahoaloha started. Nahoaloha started 25 years ago in a very small parameter. One of Maui's active community member, her name is Sister Rosalani. Oh, like Rosalani ice cream. I don't know if that's the same one, but (laughs) she had a congregation and she asked a very simple question. Would there be a volunteer available to help somebody who couldn't make it to church? To drive them. And to visit them at home. Oh, to visit them at home. Right. So it started with a friendly visit. And we had one volunteer. Was it St. Anthony's? I think so, yes. Yeah, okay. That would make sense. We had one volunteer and we had one participant, and that was our start of Nahoholoa. Wow. And um, the whole idea of this one-on-one grew to Nahoholoa, what it is today, for the 1,042 participants that we have and. Uh, 375 volunteers. What a tremendous 
25 years. Did you do anything special for the 25th anniversary? Uh, it's starting in, in 2020, so we haven't really des- decided how we're going to celebrate. But, of course, we have to um, you know, celebrate and honor um, our organization for doing exactly. the good work that it does. I mean, doing that kind of work, that's yeoman's work. That's really putting the foot to the metal, doing that kind of work. I think it really, that's really what helps people, getting that kind of services, those kind of services out there to people. Let's see. And it's free. And it's free. We offer these free services by volunteers for participants and residents of Maui County. There you go. That's really important. So um, we covered when, how do people get involved. They can go on Facebook to find out how to get a hold of you. They can go online. Nahoaloa.org. Nahoaloa.org. Or they can call the office, which is? 808 249 2545. Okay, then you can call the call them and you can either become a volunteer or a participant. There's sort of two lines of uh, two different people that would handle that. Also, you can go um, and speak to your uh, Maui County Office on the Aging uh, representative who might be able to help you as well, who will direct uh, if the program is f- that we will help them with or to another program. But they're also there to support the aging community of our island. Right, exactly. The county is fantastic. Um, you must know Deb Stonewall. Oh, yes. Isn't she great? She's such a wonderful leader. She is. A, that's a very good uh, picture of her. She is a leader. She is definitely a leader. And I'll tell you, she's the president of the uh, Region 9 group. Every Is it Region 9? Anyway, the adult the adult agencies on the adult agencies on aging or something like that. I mean, there's one in every state. Every city has an adult aging community, and she's the president, the national president. She's a team leader, and her entire team is very supportive of Nahoholoa and has been for a very long time. And we act a lot like their right right arm, and do a lot of the things that they need us to do. Oh, of course, because you know they. There's just so much money, and some people don't have the money but need the help. Yes. Other people have the money, and they can afford to get the help. So it's kind of – and what will happen, maybe they need more help than they can afford, so this respite would be helpful to kind of bridge the gap. Sure. Time to get away is sometimes more valuable than cash. Exactly. So just to be able to support the participant by supporting their caregiver – adds value to the relationship and it means so much to people who actually really need to have someone take care of their caregiver exactly the caregivers are primo so thank you for listening king van norstrand is a board member board president of naho aloha i did it i get two stars for that one um which is an organization that just moved to downtown Wailuku on Vineyard, 1962. I remember that. East. Yep. East, yeah. Vineyard, which means it's going down the hill yes, towards ma'am. Central, uh-huh. next to Scissors Bakery. And uh, you've been great. I'm so glad you had time to come in today. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Because uh, such Mary a great Margaret. organization that's contributing for 25 years. This isn't a fly-by-night. This isn't somebody that just has a bright idea for 10 minutes. These are people who've dedicated themselves to serving the people of Maui County, including, of course, Lanai, Molokai, and Hana, which is really, you know, they just develop those 
volunteers out there, and they're available to help each other. They're very neighborly. Isn't that the way to go? You're right. And here we are. Okay, we have a couple more minutes. Is there something else that we haven't talked about that you want to be sure to talk about? Um, We have a proven track record uh, in the county of being a support to the elderly and uh, population. Uh, we made 2,800 telephone calls last year. Wow. Okay. We put in 2,600 hours of friendly visits, and we did 2,200 respite hours uh, in support of the elderly. So, like I said, um, we are there for you. That's what our organization does. We are run by volunteers. We are operated uh, by volunteers, and we support um, our aged community and person with disabilities uh, in places where they really need our assistance. Exactly. I think it's like little angels. Little angels. And we're in the holiday season, so we all need a little angel once in a while, don't we? Yeah, we do, and we could use volunteers, too. So if you're thinking of giving back. You can become a little angel. If you want to be an angel and contribute, you can definitely get to know Ho Aloha. And um, this program, if you just are tuning in, you didn't get the whole story, will be repeated on Saturday from 11 to 12 at 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui. And one of the best places to get it is KAKU 88.5 FM Facebook page. Because everybody that has a show, it's, they, it's on Facebook. Like So in other words, if you even wanted to see today, but it will replay on Saturday, 11 to 12. So thank you so much for coming. That was a great program. Um, you're doing great work. Thank you, Mary Margaret. You know you're in the right place because look at him beaming. He's so happy. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> so anyways, thank you, King. It sounds funny to call you King, but Kingdon, that sounds more... I can go with Kingdon. <laughs> Thank you very much for your Thank support. Thank you so much. Yes, ma'am.